0: Welcome to the Full-Time Life Podcast. I am joined today by my good friend, Marcos Davey, joining me from Fort Lauderdale. Marcos is a physical therapist, a girl dad, a podcaster himself, and I'll leave the rest of the intro to you, Marcos. Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, first I want to thank you for having me on. Uh, I know we've been trying this for a while, so I'm glad we get a chance to sit down and chat. I studied at the University of Miami. I've been living down here in South Florida since I graduated from grad school. Doing PT now for 12 years uh, down here at a local children's hospital. So I've been doing that for a long time. Really, really love it. Really passionate about it. You know, helping kids reach their their goals and dreams when it comes to movement and fitness. I am a girl dad rocking a shirt today. My, my weekend attire.
0: What I'd really like to learn a little bit more about you and to share on this podcast is any big moves that you have made to either live life to the hilt or to find balance for your life.
1: I think the biggest move I've made recently was switching from my full time work schedule down to part time. That was been in the making for a while. So I recently switched to part time back in summer. That way, more flexibility for family stuff. I think one of the big reasons for making a change was just my work was very energizing at one point. I was going to work. I was working with highly motivated individuals. The energy was good. We are working as a team to overcome goals, whether it was learning how to walk again or learning how to run again. Once the baby was born, and I started to get home really late and I was missing out on time with my daughter, dinner time, bath time, story time, all of that, the switch from being energizing to very draining, that was a huge motivating factor and one to switch and to cut back on my, my work hours, which was definitely a difficult decision for sure. I would make it again 10 times out of 10, for sure.
0: I think it's really important to share about when that switch happens, when you recognize you weren't feeling as energized and you, it's almost like what you're describing as a priority shift that, was the beginning of the clue for a big move.
1: And I feel like most people will get those moments in their life, something is pulling you. And you can tell something is just out of balance with how you're moving forward. And I definitely started to feel really out of balance. And I had to look at it, take inventory to see what was going on that was giving me that out of balance feeling. I had to look at everything as far as like relationship. Was I still having the same amount of job satisfaction? I was in some regards, but then when it switched from being you know, something energizing to something being more draining, I don't want to keep moving forward in this fashion, for sure. No.
0: You shared a little bit about your physical therapy work. You primarily work with children. And what was a big impetus for deciding to get into that career and specifically for kids? I
1: always enjoy working with kids growing up. When I was in graduate school, we had to complete a certain amount of clinical rotations. And I actually had a rotation in this kind of sports ortho population working with kids. And it was something that I just felt a light bulb went off. The energy of kids is something that is like, super fun to be around. And I've seen somebody so young overcome adversity at such an early age. is awe-inspiring. I think a lot of kids have gone through some things that I've witnessed at an early age that some of those won't go through their entire life. And I think they do that without any loss of enthusiasm, which I think is incredible. I was hooked. It was something I wanted to be around. It was infectious. <laughs> and I've been there ever since. It's something that I just had a natural fit for and I uh, pursued it.
0: You also overcame some adversity at a young age. Is it something that you feel comfortable talking about? For sure, yeah, when
1: I was younger, I was diagnosed with cancer when I was when I was eight years old. So that kind of put me on a path towards working in, in healthcare. So I was diagnosed with a soft tissue tumor that was found in my left leg. It was discovered randomly. I had a lump that was growing on my leg for about two weeks. I was living in Arkansas at the time, and my grandmother thought it was just a bug bite, but when it didn't go away, it became like warm, really tender to touch. I was referred to our local doctor, who then sent me to our children's hospital, which is where they ultimately diagnosed me uh, with cancer. So that definitely was a pretty formative moment in my life. I Go through something like that at age eight, it came right on the heels of my parents' divorce, which was also like a really challenging time for a lot of young kids when they experience that. But I think being around such really awesome caregivers and just being in a place that was designed for kids you can get to see and feel firsthand what that healing environment is like and i definitely felt really well taken care of and I, I think it's full circle to now work with patients that have cancer as well
0: it's really powerful i think at a young age that it imprinted something so big on your heart more than anything else that it carried through to today
1: for sure, just try to draw from my own personal experience to empower them that they can put one foot forward in front of the other and just keep moving forward. One thing that going through the cancer diagnosis really made me attuned to was just how this time is. And you never know how much you have. And once the time is passed, you can't get it back. Evaluate every decision based on like, this is taking too much time. I'm not going to get this time back. You know, I'm not going to get these story times back, these bath times back, you know, this family dinner time back. So it was at the expense of my family while I was at work taking care of another child, another kid that was going through rehab. Something that used to be very energizing, but it was definitely a point after my daughter was born that became more draining. And I evaluated from a time perspective. I don't want to lose time. I can't get this back. I don't want to play around with the gamble with time.
0: Having gone through something at a young age, how does it impact how you parent now? Because one thing I know about you and Megan is that you are not helicopter parents. I am a helicopter auntie, but you are not super extra cautious. And so I'm curious if you have any reflection on how it's impacted how you parent your own precious child. She's
1: 16 months. Okay, so she... Still relatively young, but I think it's just allowing them to experiment, explore and make mistakes and just sort of put them in positions to where if they struggle, let them know that if they put more effort, have the right attitude, that they're able to persevere over the obstacle. It's really easy to be a helicopter parent. So they don't have to struggle. And I totally don't agree with that. I feel like there's the helicopter parent and there's like the lawnmower parents. So the lawnmower parents just cut down in front of you so you don't have to step over or go through hurdles. But I've seen those kids, unfortunately, like when they become teenagers, they don't have that resiliency that is woven into their individual fabric. Having the ability to problem solve, the ability to be resilient is that I want to foster as early as possible. That's definitely the goal, for sure.
0: I was over last month and being in your household, you guys are very chill. And I'm the one who's like running around and trying to remove. Nothing's going to happen on my watch. <laughs> I'm the lawnmower auntie, for sure. What are you working on now? What big dreams, next big moves are you contemplating?
1: Honestly, continuing to... Grow the family for sure. You're like know, strengthening the bond as a father, also as a husband at the same time. I think those are the big things that are constantly evolving. Um, just trying to continue to grow as a really good husband and really good dad for sure. Personal goals, I've been a PT for 12 years and I've had a lot of experience in clinical practice. I'm starting to get the itch to another avenue of PT or healthcare in general. I think in healthcare, there is a huge towards like digital health, providing people more virtual options. Artificial intelligence is a huge buzzword these days. And I think AI is something that's going to be here to stay. I'm really curious as to how that can impact healthcare and the delivery of quality patient management. I definitely am curious to see what other options are out there as a PT. For sure.
0: What are you reading right now?
1: I've been reading Kerry Washington's memoir, Thicker Than Water. Currently, one of my favorite types of books to read is memoirs, autobiographies, Doing Hard Things. It's like another book was all about, can you find those moments throughout your day, throughout your life that force you outside of your comfort zone? And what do you gain from that? You get small wins from doing something uncomfortable or something hard, and let that snowball into the next thing.
0: What is Mabel's favorite book right now?
1: We've been reading How to Be a Big Sister, just trying to prepare her for that shift that she's going to have. I can't say that's her favorite book, but I can say that's the one we've read the most recently. She does love this book called Bath, which is a little fun, sing-songy book about bath time.
0: That's sweet. What is your morning routine? Or if you don't have a morning routine, what does your daily flow look like? What do you prioritize?
1: It varies for sure. Uh, a lot of it depends on, on the state of the baby. Right now, she's in the middle of a vicious sleep regression. So she's not sleeping well, which will have us up in the middle of the night. Without fail, I will say my morning routine always has to involve coffee. I just associate it with morning time and productivity that I almost always try to have. Coffee in the morning. Sometimes, if I wake up early and she's still asleep, I'll just sit and enjoy the silence and just reflect on the previous day and kind of what I want to set up for the current day. If we're up at the same time, I'll usually just take it in a to-go tumbler and just take them on a walk, which is the second part of the morning routine. Is just getting outside. So, coffee, getting Mabel and the little dog Maui out for a little morning stroll so the fresh air can hit our face is happens without fail. And then movement. This is where I struggle. I would love to be able to go to the gym most mornings, but that has been proven to be a significant challenge for a variety of reasons. Because if I don't go before she wakes up, I'm probably not gonna go at all. It's really hard for me to go later in the day or in the evening, because I associate that with winding down. Coffee to walk for sure. I would love to say that fitness was happening regularly, but it used to be probably like a four to five times a week. Lately, it's been like a one to two, and I feel the effects of that, but that's a work in progress. As
0: someone who's witnessed your morning routine over the years, I frequently stay with Megan and Marcos. Pre-puppy and pre-baby on the weekends, especially, you were always running strong at the door, getting your workout in, and then we'd coordinate meeting you for afterwards. And now it's almost like there's just extra steps to getting out the door. So it's, now he's gonna be walked and Navel's up and Adam. More has been added to the party and everyone wants to go. Yeah, so
1: it's all a like game of to prioritize things and like how can you be the most efficient? Right now I'm taking inventory trying to figure out like I need to make the least amount of decisions possible in the morning to optimize like the time that I have. Again, that being a very valuable currency. Um, so I'm trying to go through this massive Marie Kondo-ish declutter, get rid of things that no longer serve a purpose that <laughs> are only going to just take more time for sure. So if I would love you... to have a check-in and maybe it's nine months from now to see okay. the part two this, to see what, what the morning routine is.
0: With two babies.
1: With, With two babies, baby. yeah, that's the challenge. <laughs>
0: Thank you for giving me your time on a Sunday during nap times. Austin, Megan and Mabel, a little thank you as well for sharing you. This was awesome. I really love sharing some of your story. Thank you, Marcos.